It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On Wax 104.5. I can say that to Jill. I remember when you were younger. You're still young, but younger this morning. Bob and Jill with you as we look at the chores on the farm show this morning on Wax. You remember those days? How old were you the first time I interviewed you? You remember? No, probably ten. All right, in the in the show ring, showing at the fair or Northwest Northwest Junior Livestock Show was still on when you were a youngster, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it, on actually. When my kids still showed, yeah. so it was on for quite a while. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but we lost that with all the with all the county fairs having their auctions. Uh, you know, great project of the Wisconsin livestock industry, but uh, those shows have kind of gone by the wayside now because of what's going on at the county fairs. But we got a lot of other things to talk about. Today, uh, you're heading to Cashton a little bit later on this morning. I am heading to Cashton. Agri-ability, boy, I have a hard time saying that, of Wisconsin is putting on a summit down in Cashton. We're going to be talking about the USDA stuff. We're going to be talking about veteran coalition. We're going to be talking about asset management. All right. So lots of things going down at Cashton today. That's down at Organic Valley, isn't it? Down uh, in that area, down in the Cashton country. So that'll get started later on this morning. And uh, we're also waiting tomorrow. We'll get the April USDA report, uh, World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates, and so we'll see what numbers are in there. And if uh, you're into sports, the Brewers play today they play in chicago they play against the cubs the twins were scheduled to have their home opener today and because of the weather they've had to cancel that and uh, the masters will start down in augusta georgia later on today so again maybe a good day to watch a little tv because weather-wise it's got going to be all that pleasant it's going to be a a lot like yesterday. We'll also uh, get an update on a few other things. Uh, saw in the news this morning. We'll share that with you. Some news about the waters of the USA rule and uh, the Wisconsin soybean industry. If you haven't read it or heard it already, lost a guy that had been very active and very involved in the soybean industry here in Wisconsin and nationally, for that matter, for a long, long time. Bob Carls passed away last weekend, way too young, only 52 years old. So uh, lost Bob Carls, just saw him down at the uh, corn soy conference in uh, the Dell, something that he was very instrumental in getting started a few years ago. So uh, we lost a good man, that is for sure. So we got lots to talk about this morning, including the weather. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, and old Murph's a veteran gambler. He knows his way around a casino, so uh, that'll be fun. May 1st and 2nd, if you want to go along. Markward Motor is bringing you our weather this morning, our Skywarn 13 weather. Of course, Markward has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out on their lot or at markwardmotors.com. More of the same. Didn't like yesterday? Well, you're not going to like today either. That rain, snow, sleet, it's falling right now around the area and kind of breezy as well. Highs probably not going to get out of the 30s. Tomorrow, cloudy, probably not out of the 30s tomorrow either, but on the weekend and into next week, we'll get into the 50s when it'll be uh, partly sunny. Right now, it's about 34 degrees in Eau Claire. And again, another, another nasty day in Dwarf Horse. 
I don't think you're going to like today, as we said, any better than yesterday, because it's doing it right now, so be careful out there. Again, 39 the high, we're 34 right now. It's on wax this morning, and uh, oh, before we get to the news, what's the... Uh, calf update at the Welke Land and Cattle Company this morning. We're at 41. So you had another one yesterday. Had another one yesterday. Bowler heifer couldn't get under it. <laughs> this one is a heifer. All right. That's a good thing. All right. And the name is? I don't know. It's Brooks Cow, so oh, I don't know. Well, she hasn't named it yet. Uh, one of these days. We'll get killer in there yet before the year is over. Hey, it's a minute after five. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. How about some news? NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A historic moment Thursday as the United States Senate is likely to confirm Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the U.S. Supreme Court. She would be the first black female Supreme Court justice in the country's history. The initial vote is set to take place around 11 a.m. And then Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said the final vote will take place around 1.45 p.m. Schumer said Thursday will mark a joyous day for the Senate, the Supreme Court, and America. He added America will take a giant step towards becoming a perfect nation, signaling Jackson will more than likely make it through the confirmation process. Russia is set to lose its status as a major economy. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki made that remark during her daily briefing while highlighting the effectiveness of global sanctions against Russia. During earlier remarks, President Biden said ongoing sanctions are wiping out the past 15 years of economic gains in Russia. Vice President Harris Communications Director has COVID. Brian Shook has the story. Harris's press secretary, Kirsten Allen, said Jamal Simmons tested positive for the virus on Wednesday and noted the VP was in close contact with Simmons per CDC guidance. The statement says Harris will continue to follow CDC guidance as well as consult with her physician. She also plans to continue with her public schedule as planned. I'm Brian Shook. There are severe power outages across Puerto Rico after a critical fault at a power station. Tracking site poweroutage.us reports there are also fires at two substations, and at one point, power was knocked out to the entire island. Puerto Rico's Electric Energy Authority reports it's starting to bring back service as available, a process that will continue overnight. And the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is withdrawing SpaceX application to expand its launch facilities on the South Texas Gulf Coast. CNBC reports the Corps of Engineers pulled the application after SpaceX failed to provide environmental information that the agency had requested. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, a quick check of our weather. Not much different from yesterday. Rain, snow off and on, sleet, and kind of a breezy day. High, not going to get out of the 30s. Tomorrow, the same thing. Cloudy conditions. High tomorrow, only about 37. Then on the weekend, it's going to warm up a little bit with uh, sunny to partly sunny skies. 50 on Saturday, 57 on Sunday, and mid-50s on Monday and Tuesday. But today and tomorrow, still kind of nasty out there. Right now around the area, it's uh, 32 in Medford, Rice Lakes at 37, Wausau 34, 33 in the Marshfield area, 37 at La Crosse, Green Bay at 39, Madison 38, Milwaukee at 41, and here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, we're at 34 degrees, and yeah, some of that stuff has uh, fallen, not all the way around, but uh, in a lot of places, you're going to see something coming this morning. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. 
Keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Look, seven minutes after five o'clock, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our look at the markets this morning. And let's get to it. Jill, a little cash livestock. The choice fed beef steers are 134 to 144 with mixed at 110 to 133. Choice fed beef heifers are 122 to 143 with mixed at 1 to 121. Choice fed Holstein steers are 122 to 131 with selects at 97 to 121. Cows are 60 to 75 with a top of 78 to 113. Bulls are 70 to 112 with butcher hogs at 75 to 98. Sows are 70 to 83, with boars at 25 to 40. New crop market lambs are 165 to 215, with feeder lambs at 240 to 410. And at the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures down yesterday, or excuse me, up. I'm so used to saying down that I'm shocked when they turn around. But uh, after two or three days of a down market, they were higher yesterday at the close. Live cattle for April, 137.70, up 90 cents. June also up 90 at 134.22. August cattle, 135.70. That was up $1.05 in October, up 70 at 142.60. Feeder cattle for April, 157.10, up 97. May at 159.95, up 95. August, 172.70, up 132. September up a dollar twelve at one seventy five forty two and October that price was up ninety five cents at one seventy seven fifty seven. Lean hog carcass contracts also higher yesterday. April closed at ninety eight seventy five up a dollar seven. May at one oh eight fifty two up seventy seven. June lean hogs one fourteen seventy that was up thirty five and July at one fifteen sixty up sixty two. And the Board of Trade, no real news to drive prices, so the markets did fall on Wednesday and a little bit lower overnight except for soybeans. And if you're following the crude oil price, it did fall yesterday, $5.79 a barrel to ninety six seventeen on what they found are huge supplies. So will it continue to fall? We'll find out, but right now below $100 a barrel. July corn overnight down two cents at seven forty five. Oats down three at seven twenty four. The July wheat contract down a nickel overnight at ten thirty five. Soybeans up three at sixteen oh six, and soybean meal up two forty a ton at one fifty six or four hundred and fifty six dollars and ninety cents. Wow, that would be a drop. Barrel cheese. Well, the dairy markets were higher. Barrel cheese up four at two thirty. The blocks up four and three quarters at two thirty one a pound. Butter up three quarters at two seventy four and three quarters. April class three twenty three ninety four up twenty two. May up forty five at twenty four eighty five. June up forty two at twenty four eighty two. July up forty at twenty four seventy three. And August up forty one at twenty four forty six. Prices higher through December, and that's the way the markets look this morning. Again, 34 degrees right now, and another one of those days where rain, sleet, snow going to be falling as that front just hangs on over northwest Wisconsin, slowly moving out, but not today. 
The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 12 minutes after 5 o'clock, we've got uh, farm news to take a look at. We've got lots of markets, as always, to look at to see what the numbers are. We'll update the weather forecast. We'll get the news update. we got a lot going on again this morning. On a Thursday morning at Wax, we'll check some farm news coming up. But uh, it's auction season. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 16 after 5, again 34 degrees, kind of another messy day out there, so don't plan a lot of outdoor activities uh, other than chores. Don't plan on a picnic anytime soon. Let's get some of our farm news. Jill, what's going on? Mandatory country of origin beef labeling is back in Congress. A bipartisan bill to require the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture and our U.S. Trade Ambassador to reinstate that policy has been introduced to the U.S. Senate. The bill also has been endorsed by hundreds of cat in the cattle industry, manufacturers, labor, and consumer groups. Cattle industry officials say the bill is needed because American beef is being undercut in the market by cheaper imports that don't face the same standards as American-produced beef. Currently, the U.S. imports beef from over 20 countries, including about 135,000 head of live cattle each month from Mexico and Canada. The soybean industry has lost a longtime leader this past Saturday. Bob Carls, who spent over 30 years of his professional life working with state soybean growers, passed away at the age of 52. Carls had been hospitalized recently and had been having complications caused by long-term battle with diabetes. A memorial service will be held tomorrow in Madison to celebrate his life. The 2022 National Hosting Convention is being hosted by the Minnesota Hosting Association, but the event will be headquartered at, in, at the Sioux Falls, South Dakota Convention Center. Activities will run from June 27th through July 2nd. The theme of the convention will be progress on the plains and the meeting will include farm tours competition for young members speakers and the new data and innovation summit to highlight the power of data as a tool for the dairy industry a highlight of the convention again will be the national convention sale which will be held june 30th and you spent some time out in sioux falls different cattle shows nice facility out there beautiful facility we were out there for our National Gelby Association show. All right. And, uh, you know, I don't know if uh, Holstein Association Minnesota is hosting. It's going to be in South Dakota. Now, I don't know if they're together. And if they are, why South Dakota isn't part of that? Because the South Dakota dairy industry is really growing. So uh, interesting uh, how the affiliation, the relationship is. But uh, anyway, National Holstein Association Convention, again, Holstein Breeders, if you don't have it on your calendar, you don't have far to go, just uh, head out west, June 27th through July 2nd. Again, it will be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, hosted by the Minnesota Holstein Association. June. Just sounds warmer, doesn't it? 19 minutes after 5 o'clock, something else coming up on the calendar. The Midwest Horse Fair. We're going to get an update on that next. That's coming up later this month. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. One of the biggest events of the year at the Alliant Energy Center is uh, upon us. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And uh, Pam, it's time to cowgirl up. 
Yeah. Finally, after a two-year hiatus, it's time for all the cowboys and cowgirls or those wannabe cowboys and cowgirls to come to town. The Midwest Horse Fair is on the way, and it is April 22nd through the 24th at the Alliant Energy Center. And, you know, although now it seems like a sure thing, even as early as January, that was not necessarily the case. Of course, if you're at the Alliant Energy Center, you're in Dane County, and Dane County has been a very, very strict with regard to how many people can gather together and some of the COVID protocols that have been in place. Well, those are all gone. I talked about it with Megan Henneshunk. She's the general manager of the Midwest Horse Fair and one happy person when it comes to those COVID protocols being released and her getting ready for a 2022 show. She says, really, for anybody that thought they weren't willing to have a show, that's not the case. It was all about the facilities. Correct. We have um, been going for 40 years and we've never had a cancellation prior to 2020. Um, and if there was any way around it, we would have. But without a facility um, and a very particular facility that we need to run a show of this size where there are vendors and arenas and horse stalls and um, just so many elements um, without that facility, there was no way to have the event. Right. So now, uh, as it stands, basically the restrictions are off at the Alliant Energy Center grounds. This show is going to go full on forward April 22nd through the 24th. And that is reflected in our ticket sales. You said uh, there was initial excitement because the show was coming back. Then everybody got cold feet not knowing where Dane County stands. Ticket sales back on for especially your rodeo, huh? Yeah, we're seeing great results now um, after restrictions were lifted and things. I think people are getting that confidence that, you know, events are coming back and we're going to be here. Um, And they're excited about it. We can see that reflected in our ticket sales, both rodeo and our general admission. Yep. Now, do you advise general admission that we do plan in advance, buy those tickets online? The rodeo has limited availability. So I certainly understand that. For first time people that maybe have forgotten or just decided that they want to try it for the first time, coach them up a little bit, Megan, on what they might want to think about doing online now. Sure. You can absolutely buy at the gate if you choose to wait. Um, but there is a savings. If you buy in advance for the general admission, you can save $5 on a one day or $10 for a three day pass. Um, so definitely worth considering. And for the rodeo, correct. They're limited seating. Um, it's about 8,000 seats per night. We're well over half sold out on both nights. Um, so to people's advantage to consider buying in advance there. Ticketmaster.com um, will get you where you need to be. All right. Don't forget their website, MidwestHorseFair.com. We'll give you a complete rundown on the day-to-day agendas that you'll be looking for. Again, the dates, April 22nd through the 24th. Let's talk about some of the newer, well, newer features or revisited features that are going to be highlights for the big event 2022. This one always catches a lot of folks' attention regardless of age. The Briar Horses, collectible items that many people may still have on a shelf in a box or might have played with as kids. The real-life examples of those Briar Horses making an appearance at the Midwest Horse Fair. Yes, we have four celebrity horses, two of which are commemorated um, as Briar Horses. Um, one is a, um American paint horse. His name is King Crash Wimpy. And he was a trick riding horse for the Dixie Stampede in um, Tennessee for seven years. And now with his owner, Kelsey Gascon, um, they travel the United States doing trick riding at various rodeos, which they'll be featured at ours as well. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also a very distinct 
parade horse. Um, he's a saddlebred. His name's Paddington's Mark of Distinction. He was commemorated as a briar horse back in 2014, I believe, 2014. Mm-hmm. And um, just a beautiful, showy horse. Oh, man. Yes. If you read the biography on that one, that one, for me, not knowing much, if anything, about horses, that one really sticks out as a showboat. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. He knows he knows his job. Yep, exactly. Well. Tell us about the other two celebrity horses that are going to be there. Right, we have Derek Bromack N, who was featured in a children's um, novel, and um, he was actually born in New Zealand and um, grew up as a as a harness racing horse. Um, is now retired, um, but has a very very unique history. Part of what is documented in his book. Um, and then the fourth horse is Smokey the Wild, and he has a very, very neat story um, owned um, at the time by Felipe Massetti. He was rode from Fairbanks, Alaska, all the way to Calgary, Alberta. Um, it's a track that's over 3,500 kilometers. <laughs> it's quite quite the journey. Um, and he now actually resides um, with a woman named Margo um, with Saddle Up um, Clothing Company. But um, both Felipe and the horse... Um, Smokey will oh, be yeah. at the Midwest Horse Fair. Cool stories. You know, these are the kinds of things where you bring your, your kids, your grandkids, nieces and nephews, and just the stories about what these horses accomplished or how they're, as you said, uh, kind of dedicated in uh, certain toy fashion. Pretty cool. I, I just think that's a really nice element that the Midwest Horse Fair brings to you. If you're just joining us, Megan Henneshuk is in studio with us, the general manager of the show. What else is kind of new or... Uh, revitalized for this year's show. Megan, I saw something about uh, those hard-working hands that we depend on to get chores done and get everybody taken care of. They might get uh, a little nod and uh, and some special time, too, huh? Right. We wouldn't be the Midwest Horse Fair without featuring our cowboys and cowgirls. And this year, um, that will take place at the Top Hand Showdown. That's on Sunday, the 24th, in the Coliseum. There'll be the top 10 riders, the finalists, that... Um, made it to this competition, Uh, five men and five women, they're competing for this title. They're going to be um, competing in steer stopping, healing, breakaway roping, pole bending, and barrel racing. So very versatile riders, very talented, very fast-paced, fun, fun, fun to watch. And again, that's the Midwest Horse Fair, a big event, and it's down at the Coliseum in Madison, Dane County Reliant Energy Center, April 22nd through the 24th. Uh, Go online to get your ticket. And as Megan said, to get a little bit of a break on those tickets if you buy them early. Almost 29 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Thursday morning, we'll get some markets. Rocky's going to join us from over at Premier Livestock next, right here on Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's keep it rural. We go over to the Withy area. Actually, go to Lublin and talk to Rocky. Rocky Olson, of course, from Premier Livestock. So how's it in Lublin? You looked outside, we got some more of that stuff falling that came down yesterday in all kinds of different forms? It just looks wet, like usual around here, wet. Yeah, I know. The sun the sun would uh, make attitudes a lot better, wouldn't it? It would. It would. But yeah. it's coming, we know that. Yep. It, it is. Saturday we're supposed to see some sunshine, but the next couple of days kind of dreary. Well, how the market's been? Hopefully they haven't been too dreary. No, been 
Very good. Thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We did sell 300 head of dairy cattle. Market was extremely strong yesterday. Uh, quality, once again, very, very excellent quality cattle. We sold five trailer loads of top consigned fresh cows, averaged 24.50 on five loads. Top supreme fresh cows bring 2,100 all up the way up to $3,000. We sell 115 cows uh, from 2,000 to 3,000. Many other good cows, 14 to 20.75. Top spring and heifers brought 1,400 to 2,100. Those lesser quality and blemish cows and spring and heifers, 13.75 and down. We sold uh, the top registered Holstein breeding bulls from 1,500 to 2,500. The smaller yearling bulls and common bulls, 1,400 and down. Next week's dairy cattle auction, we got three complete herd dispersals already. We got a parlor freestall herd. We got two nice, very nice tie stall herds uh, for next week and selling in two weeks. We're pretty excited about it. We got a top registered herd of 100 and 105 top shelf Holstein and red Holstein dairy cows and heifers. Uh, going to be 50 cows, 55 heifers. Uh, cows are going to have an 83 pound herd average, 2x milking, 41 cell count, milked in a tie stall, housed in sand bedded free stalls. They're all classified. Herd will include four excellence and 26 VGs. Uh, if you're looking for the super good kind of cows, super good kind of heifers, maybe some show prospects, uh, check that sale out. we got a full catalog on our website. They're coming from Sandhill Holsteins out of Unity. Uh, also selling, like I said, with that sale in two weeks, uh, we're going to have 40 Canadians. Uh, they're going to all be first, second calf. They're all registered. They're all classified. Uh, they're going to be free stall, and if you're looking for them, they're going to be robot trained. Uh, check it all out on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Don't forget uh, that registered sale will be on Cow Buyer and Cattle USA. Questions? Give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500. Reminder, machinery auction will be coming up June 17th. And that's the way it's shaped up, Bob. Who's buying all these cows? Are they staying around here or are they going all over the Midwest? They they have the the milk cows have been uh, predominantly staying within about a 150-200 mile circle. Uh, but uh, we're definitely been selling heifers, uh, Kentucky, Ohio, um, yeah. I mean, they've been Indiana. I mean, they've been moving. Yeah. So that's what I thought you were going to tell me. All right. Well, uh, as they say, the best cure for high prices is high prices, and uh, you know, the temptation is to add more cows when these prices are up. We'll see what effect it has long run. But uh, yep. interesting markets. Thanks, Rocky. Thank you. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock. In with me, we'll find out about that, well, that bad weather. I was going to say where to start with an S, but I caught myself. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, I was going to say sloppy weather today, but uh, I didn't. So <laughs> we'll move on and take a look at our weather. Mike Dandrea is with us over at Skywarn 13, but... I don't think many people are going to be playing golf today. Are they around here, Mike? Not around here. And, I mean, there's a lot of words that you can describe, use to describe this weather that we're having today and really tomorrow as well. We'll have uh, some scattered showers today. Some of that, even possibly some snow, is uh, not really warming up too much from where we're at right now. Only top out in the upper 30s with these chances of some rain and snow showers continuing into the evening before starting to fizzle out later overnight. Lows getting to around the 30-degree mark. Tomorrow, maybe just some lingering flurries in the morning, but otherwise going to look rather dreary out there. Staying mainly dry, but we'll have cloudy conditions persisting throughout most of the day as temperatures again only top out in the upper 30s. 
Going into tomorrow night, we start to see a little bit of breaks in the clouds and we'll dip into the upper 20s. But this is going to set up a warmer and sunny Saturday. Maybe just a couple clouds to start the morning, but otherwise widespread sunshine as temperatures get into the upper 40s and potentially touch that 50-degree mark yet again. Saturday night, mostly clear as our lows dip to around the 30-degree mark. Sunday starting off with uh, mostly sunny skies, but then we'll start to see some clouds increase throughout the afternoon. But the good news out of that, even warmer temperatures getting into the mid to upper 50s before setting up a chance for some showers going into Monday. Good news out of this, though, is that we'll maintain these mid to upper 50s going into the middle of next week. But we got to get through a couple cold days to get there. And right now, we're looking at a couple sprinkles in Eau Claire with overcast skies and a temperature of 34 degrees. So uh, is there a 60 in the forecast here, long range in the end of next week or sometime or not? Potential towards the middle of next week. Okay. Depends. There's a lot of there's more questions and answers with this system that's moving through. So, where is this system coming from? This hanging on? Is this from one of those Canadian things that's just hanging on, or where is it coming from? This one or next week's? No, this one right now. This one, it's just been sliding across the upper Midwest. It started out in the eastern Dakotas and uh, really just sliding due east, really, and now it's kind of over the upper peninsula of Michigan, and that's why we're in the cold sector of it. So we'll have winds out of the northwest and. Well, colder temperatures for today and tomorrow. Yeah, and this uh, this goes down, this goes into Chicago, down into Illinois, down that way too, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That's why the Brewers game is going to have some showers to deal with, uh, really throughout oh, most of the game too. Yeah, they're in Chicago today. We'll see how that works out. Hey, thanks, Mike. Thank you, Bob. Have a good one. You bet. There's Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn Thirteen. Take a look at the weather on Wax. We're uh, twenty-three minutes before six o'clock. We'll get some local news, calendar, markets, lots still ahead. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And don't forget this coming Monday, the 11th, we're going to have a, a virtual tour of our trip to uh, Germany, Austria, Oberammergau, Passion Plain, Dachau, and all that sort of stuff. About 10 o'clock. Get a hold of holiday vacations and uh, get all the instructions so you can uh, get online and join us for that. Again, that's Monday, the 11th, about 10 o'clock. Let's get some news this morning, and uh, Morgan is with us. And I've got to contact holiday vacations here in about 20 minutes because it'll take them that long to educate me on how to get online to get on, <laughs> get on that thing. You need somebody to take you on that tour around know, the web, I'm not right? I have somebody holding my hands for this electronic stuff. Oh, well, that's boy, all right. Boy. We keep your stone tablets in the mailroom if you need to make any memos for the rest of <laughs> They're us, okay? Still there. They're still there. I just got rid of my typewriter here not too long ago. Who are you telling? I used, to lo- I used to run my own clock by that click, click, clack on the keys. You bet. And yeah. I could really zip across the keyboard, that's for sure. Well, what's going on in the news, Morgan? Well, I typed it up for you, and I'll rip it right out here, and we'll start with headlines that keep us in our state. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. It begins with a couple of updates from the courts, and that includes a community service for a woman who ran down a bicyclist near Cleghorn last year. It was a gavel drop in Eau Claire County with a judge yesterday sentencing Barbara Wiedenbeck from Oliva to perform 120 hours as community service for part of a plea deal. She also has to pay the man she hit nearly $10,000, and if she does that and stays sober. The felony charges against her would be dismissed. In other parts of the state, we go to Marathon County, a homicide investigation now following a house fire. As firefighters found the bodies of two people inside of a burned-out home yesterday morning, and there are clear signs of foul play. No word about how the two died or the connection to the home so far as the investigation continues. 
In some other headlines across the state, we've been hearing more about that bird flu, and there's a local connection to Irvin Park as well. Chippewa Falls in Cardinal Country prepares for that. Meanwhile, that highly pathogenic bird flu is making its way not just here in Wisconsin, but across our country. State veterinarian Dr. Darlene Kunkel saying that they suspect migrating waterfowl are spreading the disease to farm flocks, and they're asking people to maybe step up protections for your own birds. These commercial flocks have biosecurity plans in place to try to prevent that, but there still is enough movement of people, equipment on and off of these premises that there's always a chance of basically tracking in the virus uh, with some of that movement. A dad cap is asking people with backyard flocks to keep birds away from contact with migrating fowl. Be sure to clean themselves before they interact with those. And at Irvin Park, the uh, zookeeper there, Cynthia Valentino, said so far none of their birds are sick and they'd like to keep it that way. Well, get the brats grilling and sizzling here. Euchre back on the radio. We have opening day underway here for the brew crew, so they haven't let us down yet. That's a plus. And bring out the peanuts and cracker Jill's. It's not Jill Welke this time, our own here. We're talking more about a new face to a famous snack, right? It's out with the old, in with the new. That's what you get in a box of Cracker Jill, which will be available at baseball parks across the country starting this week to coincide with opening day. Frito-Lay says the addition of Cracker Jills to celebrate women in sports and also announced a $200,000 donation to the Women's Sports Foundation. What do you get when you open the top? Another change, singer Nomani's recorded an updated version of Take Me Out to the Ball Game where she sings Buy Me Some Peanuts and Cracker Jill. No one can stop you if you have the will. I'm Scott Carr. And welcome to America's Pastime. Let's say go Brew Crew. I'm Morgan McCarthy and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. What, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, what's in the Cracker Jacks? Popcorn, caramel, and a little toy, right? And what else? You tell me. <laughs> Trouble for my teeth? Uh, <laughs> a dental appointment? I, I can't, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, you just look at a box of Cracker Jacks, get a box of Cracker Jacks, because the car, besides the caramel corn and uh, other stuff that's in there, when's the last time you had any? Oh, it's been obviously uh, too long to answer your question. I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I won't. I'm not going to get in trouble, so I'm not going to tell you. I thought you'd say it, so I'm not going to say it. Well, but... famous last words. I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm going to make someone else do it. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have siblings that would attest well, that was pretty much how you grew up. That's about right. Well, you got to stay one jump ahead of the crowd. And so <laughs> you get a you get a box of Cracker Jacks and everything that's in it, and then uh, with Cracker Jill, is that one ingredient not going to be in it? Okay. All right. I, I'll you, do my research right. for you. All right. We'll talk to you later. You're going to be in the principal's office. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Morgan in the newsroom this morning, taking a look at some of the news on WAC. 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. I think most of you know what I'm talking about. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to some more of our farm news and calendar. Joe, what else we got? Yesterday, the U.S. Supreme Court reinstated the Trump-era Waters of the USA rule. On a 5-4 to four ruling, the justices agreed to stop a lower court order that threw out the rule and send it back to the Environmental Protection Agency. That action may push the Biden administration to work faster on their proposed rewrite of the rule. Originally, they said a new rule wouldn't be finished until the spring of 2023. But yesterday's ruling means the Trump rule will remain in effect until that new rule is written and approved. According to DTN News, 
the part of the law that is at issue is Section 401 of the Clean Waters Act. And a few things going on around the area. There is that Agrability of Wisconsin Summit down in Organic Valley in Cashton that I'm going to head on out to. And looking for something for this weekend, there's a pancake breakfast that the Chippewa Falls FFA and FFA alumni are putting on on Sunday from 9 till 1.30 at Columbus Association Hall. All right. So, again, things going on, news in the area, and that includes markets. Let's get to markets on this Thursday morning. And, Jill, where are we going first? We're going to go to Barron Equity and hear from Amber. Fed cattle choice Holstein steers sold from $1.10 to $1.19. Unfinished steers and heifers sold from $1.09 and down. Cow cows, the top 20% sold from $84 to $87.50, topping out at $95.50. 60% sold from $97 to $80. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And now it's time to hear from Scott Herman from Sparta Equity. Slaughter cow market was steady today with 20% of the cows, 80 to 89. 60% of the cows brought 65 to 79. And 20% of cows were 64 and down. Slaughter bulls were steady with high yielding bulls, 90 to 105. Canner and utility bulls, 89 and down. Fed cattle were steady today with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers, 140 to 149.50. Select the choice beef steers and heifers, 125 to 139. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 120 to 138. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 123 to 130. Your choice Holstein steers, 110 to 122. And the standard to select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers, 109 and down. Replacement calves were steady with the top Holstein bull calves, a dollar to a dollar eighty. Your Holstein heifer calves, ten to seventy, and the beef calves, one seventy to three ten, with no test on the top. Just a reminder: this Thursday, April seventh, will be our next dairy feeder sale with dairy starting at noon, followed by feeders at twelve thirty. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report for Wednesday, April sixth. Have a great day. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And more markets over at the Equity Stratford. Barn Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Did you get all your election work done yesterday? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Yes, I did. Uh, got to meet a lot of people yesterday. And uh, the uh, weather wasn't very cooperative, but... Uh, uh, we don't have to talk about the weather because uh, we talk about the markets. They're much better. So. All right. Well, <laughs> go right into it. What's going on over Stratford? I'll do that. Bob, thank you, and a very good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, uh, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the feeder cattle sale and the bread beef cow sale from yesterday. Leaf uh, ends here, uh, uh, beef cows uh, selling for replacement, selling from 1400 to $1,800 per head. Uh, you have plenty of quality uh, beef cows uh, going back uh, to the country, 1000 to 1350 on the feeder auction yesterday, feeder cattle auction, uh, uh, most of the beef cattle were heavier yearlings, and they were selling mostly from a dollar ten to a dollar thirty-two. Holstein feeders, lighter Holstein, lighter weight Holsteins, are mostly from ninety-five to one ten. Heavier Holsteins from eighty-five to one hundred five. Uh, that was uh, feeder cattle. Now we get into the market auction yesterday on the fed cattle. Choice grading Holstein steers, mostly from 105 to 120. High yielding choice prime grade Holsteins, 120 to 125. Select grading cattle, uh, mostly below 105. On the cow market yesterday, higher yielding flesh year Holstein cows, uh, they were selling from 78 to 86. 
Uh, we have tops so far this week on the cows at 95. Uh, most of the cows in yesterday's auction selling between 60 and 75. Thinner cows, lighter carcass cows, below the $60 money. Bull trade yesterday, better quality bulls are selling from 93 up to 111. Lighter bulls below 85. On the calf market, continues to be very strong in the bull calves, mostly from uh, 100 to 250. Uh, heifer calves, uh, limited demand, mostly $60 and below. Beef calves, very strong, yet 175 to 375. And fancy beef calves have, have hit the $400 mark this week. Well, we're at Thursday. Our auction here in Stratford today does start at 11 o'clock. Um, full marketing day, of course. Market cows, fed cattle, baby calves. Want to take a look at uh sales schedule for next week here at Stratford. Uh, again, full marketing week on tap next week. Our next hay auction next Tuesday. We do have another um, uh, special dairy cattle auction next Tuesday. Also, folks, if you're looking for some real good powder-free cows, powder-trained powder cows, uh, milk and uh, you know, they've got their bedded and sand bedded freestyle houses, what I'm trying to say. And we'll have a very nice consignment, about 70 of those coming from next Tuesday. That'll be at 11 o'clock. And our next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday. We've got a very large feeder cattle sale on tap for next Wednesday. Um, a lot of cattle consigned already, probably going to be uh, well over 100 Holstein steers already consigned. So a big feeder cattle sale, that'll be on the 13th. So keep those dates in mind for next week and Bob I guess that's uh, what we have folks this morning and uh, like I said before I ain't going to talk about the weather it's uh, no, <laughs> it's anyway, uh, nasty know. just like yesterday so uh, maybe sun over the weekend about this, uh, you don't have to worry about uh, scheduling mowing lawns for a while no, that is for sure that's for sure alright Jerry have a good one Jerry over there at the uh, Stratford sale barn we do have 34 degrees and again another day like yesterday rain, sleet, snow, fall and kind of a breezy day too Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, let's get over to Train Livestock in Thorpe. Michelle is with us. Do you want to set the record straight? So go ahead and do it. Well, I'm just going to say I took cookies and donuts to the full place. And ones that were made in your kitchen. Well, somebody made them, not me. (laughs) I don't know. That was so last moment. You tossed me under the bus for that. So what did you expect? And I'll bet everybody enjoyed it, too, didn't they? Oh, they did. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I can thank you for that, well, right? I don't know about that. How did, how was voter turnout? Because I think it was about 30% here, but did, did you have people come out and vote? No. Oh, there really, boy. I mean, nobody was opposed. You know what I'm saying? So there were yeah. three people on the ballot. No one was opposed. So it was not a good voter turnout but, for but us, yet, at But yet, when those people that were elected to make some decisions, people are going to cuss and swear and all that. Well, get out and vote then, and vote in who you want. So anyway, I don't feel sorry. Yeah, you could do it. You could do a write-in candidate. You're That's correct, exactly right? right. Absolutely, write in your name. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, Bob. Ah, well, that's good. Oh, well, I'm glad you yeah. uh, supplied the masses with food. That's a good thing. Like the fishes and well, loaves of the good Lord. So. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, how'd the sale go? Thanks, night? Bob. Yeah. Well, how'd the sale go? All right, I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, April 6th, factoring livestock market in the slaughter market. 83% of cows, so from 67 and above. Market cows for the week were 77 to 88. Low yielding cows, 67 to 76. Thin and weak cows, 65 and lower. In the Holstein Fair Market Choice and Prime, 118 to 128. Select for 116 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice 120 to 136. 
to look for 118 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 86 to 98 with utilities at 82 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves are from 100 to $160 per head. We tapped at 166 with a consignment by Ed Chura of Family. Top for the calves of the week were 286 Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $55 per head. Beef beef cost calves, 125 to 375 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 77 to 85 and a half. Boars were 35 and a half and down. Our next sale will be Monday, April 11th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have any questions or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the citrine livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. Hey, you have a great day, too. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. You take care. There she goes. That's Michelle at Train Livestock, just north of Thorpe, Accord. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And stuff and the folks uh, at, of course, Synergy Co-op bringing us uh, our markets. Board of Trade was lower yesterday and overnight. July corn down, two at 745 Oats down three at seven twenty four. The wheat down a nickel at ten thirty five. July beans up three at sixteen oh six, and meal up two forty a ton at four fifty six ninety. Country elevator prices: Doomers, Graham Holman, and Buck Country of Arcadia. Corn is at six eighty six, with soybeans at fifteen forty seven. Wheat and grain: Chippewa Falls and Connorsville locations. Corn is at six eighty five, and beans are at fifteen fifty. On the DTN screen: Golden Plump corn today six ninety five at Baldwin, Elmwood, and Fall Creek. 666 and 1533. Corn at Durant is 664. Beans at 1533. Mondovi is 668 on the corn with the beans at 1533. And at Osseo at 671 and 1533. Stevens Point, beans today, 1527. Elk Mound, 680 on the corn. The beans, 1552. At Sparta, 691 and 1539. Corn at Ellsworth, 661. Beans, 1521. And the ethanol plants, Boyceville, 696. Stanley, 705. New Richmond, 702. Barrel cheese, 230. Blocks, 231. Both higher yesterday. And butter at 274 and three quarters. Also higher. April class three, 2394. Up 22. May up 45 at 2485. June 2482. Up 42. June up, or July rather, up 40 at 2473. And August up 41 at 2446. Again, another sloppy day today. Highs going to be about 39. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.